0: If you had a little more money to spare, how would your life be different? Welcome to The Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 88 of Tractate Nadarim, and we learn to dream big and never lose sight of the forest for the trees. Welcome to The Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrisa today. I like to begin with a story. It was 40 degrees in the hot Israeli summer. We had just made the trek out to the highway from our small-town yeshiva, And then we were hitchhiking by the side of the road, waiting for a ride to Jerusalem. My buddy, Ariel, suddenly piped up, "'Isn't this great? If you had a ton of money, do you think you'd take the bus?' Personally, I would always continue to take this hike looking for a tramp a hitch, no matter how much money I had." Moshe shook his head. "'Nah, if I were rich, I'd definitely take the bus.' They looked at me and asked, "'How about you?' It was boiling hot. My feet were aching, and nobody was stopping for us. I had to be honest.' The bus? Seriously? If I were rich, I'd buy a car. Today's stuff discusses a blind person who inadvertently kills his fellow. The Torah states that one is exiled for killing without seeing, suggesting perhaps that the perpetrator otherwise would have the power of sight, and this instance was the exception. The Torah further states that such a case of manslaughter is apt to take place in a forest where visibility is diminished for all. What then is the connection between a forest and one's ability to see? Let's look at the Gemara. Regarding one who kills unintentionally, the verse states without seeing, which serves to exclude a blind person from those who are exiled because he never sees. This is a statement of Rebbe Yehuda. Rabbi Meir says the verse comes specifically to include a blind person. Rebbe Yehuda maintains that regarding the exile of an unintentional killer, it is written, and a man who goes into the forest with his neighbor, which includes anyone who is capable of entering a forest. And a blind person is also capable of entering a forest. And if you say that the phrase without seeing serves to include a blind person, this is already derived from the word forest, as he too can enter a forest. Rather, learn from it that the phrase without seeing serves to exclude a blind person. By contrast, Rebbe Mayer maintains the verse states without knowledge, which implies anyone who is capable of knowing the location of the people standing near him. But a blind person is not capable of knowing this. And if you say that the phrase without seeing serves to exclude a blind person, it is already derived from the words without knowledge. Rather, learn from it that the phrase without seeing serves to include a blind person. Let's analyze the Gemara. Many people walk into the proverbial forest blinded by the trees. All we see around us is tree after tree after tree, and we're blind to the fact that all these trees add up to something greater called a forest. The trees represent our narrow vision. When my friend Moshe decided that if he had money he would take the bus, all he saw was trees. Life presented him with a transport problem, and he longed to have just a little more money to afford to take the bus. His greatest dream was to have enough money for his bus fare. But of course his dreams were too small. It wasn't that Moshe was, was thinking about the environmental impact of owning a car. His mind wasn't even there. All he could imagine in life was a better tree, a bigger tree. If he could just get past this tree that he was stuck on, he thought, he could have a leafier, larger tree, tree to climb. And yet, had he only been able to rise above the tree, he'd have discovered that the tree was but a small element of the grand forest that he could begin dreaming of conquering. Often in life, we get bogged down by the day-to-day trees that blind us to the grand forest. You're just trying to make ends meet, to be there for your loved ones, to make it through to tomorrow, to next week, next month, next year. We struggle to keep our heads above water. If I can just make it through this year, I'll be doing well, you tell yourself. It's time to rise above the everyday trees and figure out what your forest looks like. What's your grand vision for life? Where do you see yourself in 5 years time, in 10 years time, in 20 years? You need to start taking a bird's eye view of life and asking yourself how your life looks in terms of an entire forest. Why does the Gemara associate blindness with inadvertent tragedy? Because when we lose focus, we live with randomness and accidents are bound to occur. Is your life being blurred by the trees of the day-to-day grind? It's time to start living with a clear plan and vision. Dream big. Start thinking in terms of the forest of your life. May you merit living in an incredibly vast and beautiful forest, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daph Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daph Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daph for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of Simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daff is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daff.